and awesome Thursday evening to you, my beautiful listener. This is Thursday evening with Epsi Abelesisi Equagana, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and you are tuned in to Unisic 94.1 FM, the station that has the mandate to blaze the trail. It is time for our favorite radio program, Lady Circle, a program designed for every lady and the man who love them. You are welcome. Today we will be having a good time as always and we will be discussing something very, very good, you know. I decided to make a special package today especially for people who are preparing for the D-Day of their lives. You know, they call it a great day, a day that will never come again because we don't expect to, to have it come again. And today, I want to talk about how to prepare for a wedding. Yeah, I can hear giggles. But before I say that, I want to say congratulations to you for finding the right person and for being the right person and then for being found. You know, everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to have someone who he or she will call my one and only and i trust and i believe that you've been found and that you have found the right person and you are also the right person so on your way to start this journey you want to have a beautiful party you want to and uh, invite friends you want to invite families you want to invite people to join you in your day, to celebrate your day with you. But many times I've actually discovered that what's supposed to be a beautiful day and what's supposed to be an awesome day finally bring stress or finally brings stress to the new couple, to the promising couple. And today I want to share some wisdom tips gotten right from both experiences and what God has taught me and I want to share it with you so you will you know prepare for a wedding and have an awesome marriage you know the point is marriage it's not just the wedding the wedding is the entrance but marriage is the real thing wedding is for a moment for just for a day, but marriage is for a lifetime. And I guess that if I should ask you and you should think well, you will actually let me know and tell me that you should prepare for what is for lifetime against what is for a moment. But many times we don't usually, you know, we can sit down when we are, when we are level-headed and say, wow, I have to prepare for that which is for a lifetime than that which is for a moment. But many times when preparing for a, for a marriage, it's like a do or die affair. You know, some time ago, in the late 90s, one of my sisters wedded. I never believed, then I was very small, I never believed in my life that there was going to be any other wedding that would be as fabulous as hers. Everything came from abroad. 
including the balloons. In fact, it was, it was wow, whatever, how, however you can describe it. The wedding party, the drinks, the clothes, the, the colors, every single thing was out of this world. So I thought as at that time. But after her wedding, in early, mid-2000s, in early 2000s, one of my cousins wedded. <laughs> when, when, after his wedding, I started asking myself, what was that in my sister's wedding that got me excited? So I actually discovered that there's no wedding that is better than the other. That's the truth. That's one thing you should know. There's no wedding that is better than the other. And there is no wedding that people will keep on talking about. Can you remember the royal wedding that happened this year? Is it still in the internet? No. It's no more in the news. We're not talking about their marriage. We're not talking about the wedding, the, how the glamorous it was. We're not even talking about all those things. Do you know why this is so? Because people are basically too selfish to remember details. They are always, they always have this next in their mind. You know, they have this attitude of next, please. You know what I'm saying? The next, who is next in line? We are done with this. Oh, what a wonderful wedding. Let me tell you, they will not even talk, talk about how great or how horrible your wedding was or your wedding is after about two weeks. I want you to have this this understanding there's never going to be a best wedding party that's the truth there's never going to be a best wedding party so i want to share some wisdom with you and then i'll now share some tips on how to get those things done one of the things you should know and i've said it earlier that there's never going to be the best wedding party so don't go ahead to compete with any of your friends that had had a wedding. Don't prepare your wedding on the ground of jealousy, the ground of envy, the ground of may we pepper them, may, may we barbecue them, may we... May, may, you know, don't, don't prepare your wedding party on that ground. Okay? Good. Then the second point you should know is that it is your wedding. The emphasis is on your, it is your wedding and you are wedding with your spouse. So this tells me that your spouse is the most important person for that day. I want you to get it again. It is your wedding. The emphasis is on you, your wedding, and you are wedding with your spouse. So the two most important pe uh, people on that day are yourself and your spouse so your friends your mates that is your bridal mates or your groomsmen should not come first do you get it so you don't have to fight your spouse over what your groomsmen will wear don't fight your spouse over what your bridal mates will wear okay keep first things first you and your spouse Okay, the third point is, it's your wedding and the people are your guests. The people you're inviting to be witnesses are your guests. 
You know, I took out time to look at the word guest. You know, look at the meaning of the word from the dictionary, from the Oxford Dictionary. And it says that a guest is a visitor, a person received and entertained in one's house or at one's table. So the third point I want to make is this. Keep your guests as your guests. Their expectations should be your expectations. You should serve your guests what you have, what you know they can eat, but it's what you can afford. Don't, you know, allow the desires of the guests to lead you in what you're going to do for your wedding. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, the fourth point, the fourth, the fourth point here. Yeah. No one, you know, let, let me just give you an analogy. Just like no one will spend her school fees on matriculation party with the excitement of getting admission and then accumulate financial bills, you know, for uh, his schooling or her schooling. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is, you take your school fees and then organize matriculation party because you're so excited. This is my matric. I've never matriculated before. So this is my matriculation. So you now use your school fees to organize hot matriculation party. Only for you after the matriculation party. Only for you to owe school fees. By the time you start, you know, you're about to write an exam, you've not, you've not paid, you discover that you've not paid your school fees. Do you, do you get the analogy? That's exactly how it is. Don't spend all of your money organizing a wedding. Don't spend all of your money organizing a wedding. Don't accumulate financial bills for your marriage while preparing for a wedding party. Do you get the point? Don't accumulate financial bills for your marriage while preparing for a wedding party. Okay? There's something we did when we were preparing for our wedding. I'm going to share this with us before we go for a musical break. We sat down, I sat down with my husband-to-be and we decided on what we, what we wanted. We wanted an awesome party, a very hot, a powerful party. We wanted all of our friends to be there. But then we had a guide and our guide was our budget. We had a desire, but we had a budget. And then we started making our plans based on our budget. But before we even started making our plans based on our budget, one of the things we looked at, we wedded in December. And his, um, his house rent was due by January. So the first thing we did was that we removed the house rent. We removed the money for the house rent. So we decided that it's going to be horrible for us to be having a good honeymoon and then have the landlord calling us to pay our house bill. I wanted to, that's embarrassment. And the worst part is that all those guests you have entertained had gone back home they've all gone back home you know talked about your wedding for a weekend go for another wedding forget about your wedding and life goes on and here you are 
reaping the result of a wrong choice you made. Do you get what I'm saying? I want to take you on a short musical break. While you digest what I just said, more wisdom and tips on how to prepare your wedding is coming your way. Just stay tuned and enjoy this music. You're welcome back. This is Abel SCC Equagana, FC, on Ladies Circle, and you're tuned in to Unisic 94.1 FM. We're discussing on the wisdoms on how to prepare for your wedding. Yes, how to prepare for your wedding. And I said earlier, congratulations to the ones who have found and the ones who had been found. And I know you have prepared for your marriage. So don't let the preparation for wedding destroy your marriage because that is exactly what we have found in the time past and we want to get it corrected by you know looking at some wisdom tips you know i was telling us before we went for the musical break i was telling us a short story of how we prepared for our wedding you know so we sat down and we decided on what we have this is what we have this is what we can afford. And then we took our time and listed out the things that were important. Then according to our budgets, we now made out this budget. Now, while we are making these plans, we know we have relationships that we are willing to help. But then we made plans based on our budget. You know, just the way you don't make, you know, there's a principle, there's a financial principles that say, don't spend the money you were expecting. Do you understand that? Don't spend the money you don't have yet. Don't say, ah, the money is coming. So let me spend, let me borrow and spend. When it now comes, I'll replace. No, that's a wrong way to be financially prudent. Okay? So your desire should be to have a great marriage and then a beautiful wedding. But your marriage should be uh, topmost in your priority, okay? So, the sixth point I want to let you know is this. You should be flexible. When preparing for your marriage, you should be flexible. Like I said, you can write down the things you're expecting. You want to have your own ball gown, but then there's no money for ball gown, so you have to be flexible. I can hire. But the point is this, you mustn't even wear a ball gown. Now, I'm not trying to spoil anything for anyone. Be unique. Think about what we call uniqueness. There are things that are more important than other things. Think about uniqueness. You know, there are certain things that if I had known by now, I wouldn't have spent money on them. Yes, in my time, I wouldn't have spent money on them. So be unique. Choose. You can decide on what you want. If where you're going to wed, if 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 you decide to wed, in, if if you if you're a Christian and you are wedding in a church, 
and this and you you decide to wear ankara that is a well-made ankara you know you know there's this ankara that when you're done pimping you know i necks will be turning if that is what you've decided to wear and it's allowed and that is what you can afford go ahead everybody must not know how much you used to sew it we're talking about uniqueness here you must not spend all your money to be unique but then let's go back to what we are talking about the usual wedding gown you can hire wedding gowns thank god wedding gowns are cheaper now to hire depending on the type you actually want okay you want to buy a wedding gown so that you can rent them out in the near future that's okay but please be flexible okay all right so you have to build you have to build on what you have then the seventh point please plan together this is where a lot of people miss it plan together involve your spouse it is your thing it's it's for both of you it's not a personal stuff the lady can be planning differently and then the man is planning differently you have to sit down it's a project it's like a project both of you are both of you are, are um are getting done for the first time okay so you have to plan together even if you are not physically together thank god for social media there's skype there's chat there's video all manner of video uh calls available so you can talk you can decide on something okay then neither of you should be too busy to be involved please don't let the man tell you that he's too busy allow him when he's ready to prepare for his wedding then both of you should sit down and prepare don't let him say enough i don't be be preparing i'm with you no if if both of you cannot sit down and prepare for something as something like wedding then i will, will you actually sit down to talk about house administration home administration how you how you're going to run your home so you don't have to start it now do it together don't be too busy to be involved you know achieving a project ideally you know make you know makes that bonding brings that bonding a, a you know strong gives you that strong bonding and then while you're preparing together please prepare take everything with a sense of humor with a sense of humor it's i mean <laughs> i'm not talking about sense of triviality that's different i'm talking about sense of humor I've seen people fall out doing planning for a wedding. Come on. Don't let what you want to serve the guests separate both of you. Don't let what your the, the what your bridesmaid wear separate both of you. It's ridiculous. Just think about it. It's for both of you. Okay? Your guests are your guests. You are the ones inviting them if you must. If you must, that's the truth. But the most important person is your spouse. You should be more interested in what your spouse should wear that day, how your spouse should look, the happiness on the face of your spouse that day. That should be your most important, your, your greatest priority. Okay? So plan with a sense of humor. You, 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 let, let's assume that you budgeted a suit, a suit of, of 50,000 naira. I'm just, just making an assumption. And then you now get to the market and that particular suit you discover that it's about 80,000 naira. When, when discussing it, don't let it, let it not be hard. You have this hard face. No, 
Yeah, just laugh over it. Oh, our money is not even enough. So what are we going to do? How are we going to navigate through it? Because when two come together, when two are in agreement, there's nothing they cannot achieve. Okay? I'm going to stop here. But next week, I'm going to continue with this series. So while you're preparing for your wedding, remember that marriage should be your topmost priority. Don't destroy the beauty of your marriage because you want to prepare for a wedding. It's still me, FC. I'm going to be with you next week. Just remember to tune in so that we can tidy this up so you can prepare for your wedding from a sane, you know, from a, a, a sane view. And I know that after you are done, you'll be happy you listened to this series. Till next week, remember, have an awesome time and congratulations again. Bye. Top of the day to you, beautiful one. You're welcome. This is Thursday evening, 4 p.m. And you're tuned in to Unisic 94.1 FM on Lady Circle, a program designed for every lady and the men who love them. And you are hearing the voice of your host, Abella C.C. Equagana. Simply call me Epsi. You are welcome. I can feel you. And I'm so excited. We started a series last week and we are tidying it up this week. And I believe that you are also expectant. I can feel it in you. So you are welcome. You're welcome back. Last week, we started talking about how to prepare for a wedding. I've actually discovered that it is the headache of a lot of young people, especially the man. But it's not supposed to be so. When we talk about wedding, we're just talking about a wedding party, right? So I don't think that preparing for a wedding party should be something that should deter you from having a beautiful marriage. Yes, I said so. Just listen, follow me, because I'm going to share all some things and change some mindset a lot of young people have these days, and you'll appreciate this. Last week, we started talking about, we started looking at what wedding party is all about. We said this is just an, a party that ushers you into the real thing, into the marriage. I've discovered that a lot of people don't even have headache. They, don't need, they are not even disturbed about how prepared or what they need to prepare for their marriage. But they have a great headache on how to prepare for their wedding. Wedding happens for a moment. Marriage is for a lifetime. Can you think about this statement for a while? Marriage is for a lifetime. If we can prepare for our marriages as much as we can prepare, as much as we prepare for our wedding listen to me we will never have the cases of the domestic violence and separations and divorces high rate of separations and divorces we have in our courts these days 
But many times we have the wrong perspective of what it means to be married. Wedding party is not marriage. It is only a party you choose to organize. Listen to me. You choose to organize for your wedding, for your marriage, to usher you into marriage. Do you understand what I'm saying? And last week we looked at the things that were very important. Who are the people important when it comes to wedding party? We said it is you and your spouse. You and your spouse. You are important and your spouse is important. Not that your guests are not important, but you should not allow your guests to dictate the color, the theme of your marriage, of your wedding. You are the one who should determine how your wedding should go. And last week we looked at budget too. We said, don't plan a way beyond your budget. Budget is budget. Five million naira, 10 million naira, 10,000 naira, 5,000 naira. Budget is budget. Okay? Don't plan beyond your budget. And one of the, one of the wisdom tips we brought up is, don't, you know, one of the things you should do, you should look at the bills you have to pay before you get into marriage so yes last week we 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 ended up talking about planning together that the couple in question should plan together the woman should not plan you know you just plan it and then present the man should not plan and present plan it together it's your thing so sit down and determine how you want it to go we talked about being flexible you should have expectation that's it you know, you want to have your wedding in a yacht, in, in a sheep. You want to have your wedding in in um, in an island and all those. That's very beautiful. That's okay. Okay? No problem. But then, you don't have budget for that. That's okay. You can dream. But please be flexible enough to plan according to what you can afford at that moment. Remember, you should not spend everything you have on a wedding party so today we're going to be talking about finances i think this is an eighth point for finances now now let me say this to you you know i've heard people say things like that they will never have white wedding and i've corrected people i usually say it's not white wedding it is church wedding not white wedding it is church wedding i want to make that correction it is church wedding. Church wedding is not expensive. What makes it expensive is the thing or are the things we have chosen to add to them. Those things are not there. When we come to church wedding, there's something that is very important. There are things and there are people that are very important in church wedding. One is you. The second person is your spouse. The third person is the person that will hand over the bride to the priest. Let's call it the parents of the bride or the guardians of the bride, but then the parents of the bride, then the parents of the groom, then other witnesses, other people you choose to be witnesses. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying, this is just the basic things that are needed. Any other thing that is added is, uh, we, we added these things to ourselves. That's the truth. 
Then the next person that is important in church wedding is the priest, the person, the officiating priest, the person who represents God that will join both of you. There's no church, I've not seen any church that will want to wed you and demand for your reception party plan. I want you to get this point. Just follow me. I'm driving to somewhere. I've never seen any church that will want to wed you and ask you how many, how many, um, how many crates of drinks are you bringing to your reception? Where is your reception venue? How much are you spending on? They are not interested in your reception. We are the ones that developed that reception. The reception stuff is not part of the church wedding. So church wedding is not expensive. I want you to get that point. So which means if I am done with church wedding and I choose not to call for a party, I am okay with it. And no one is going to question me. The law backs me up. I have my marriage certificate. I have everything because there are witnesses there who, who witness that I, I wedded and I'll be given my wedding certificate by uh, a, a lawful person. At, at that moment, an officiating priest. So which means any other thing I'm going to do is what I have chosen to do. Do you get it? No priest will ever ask you about your bridal shower, how it's going to go, and if you're going to have it before he weds you. No priests will ask you about the size of your cake or where your or the 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 the, the length of your of your grooms and your bride's uh, maid and your groomsmen. Do you get what I'm saying? These are the things we have chosen to do. We choose to do this. So young man, let me tell you, if you have found the right person, if you have found that woman and you choose to marry her, you don't have to wait to gather, gather money. You know, I went for a program some time ago, early this year, to a youth program and there was a talk show and I was called up to the high table and you know, they started asking me questions. Then one of the questions the, one of the young men asked was, how can we marry seeing that things are, are on the high side? He said, this is the reason why we are not marrying. So they said, this is the reason why we are not marrying and we are cohabiting. You know, I really held myself and waited for him to finish the question. So I now asked him, what makes marriage, what makes wedding expensive? That's what I asked him. He said, Ma, it's almost impossible for me to have my marriage without 3 million naira. I said, excuse me, 3 million naira for marriage, for wedding party. I said, what are you doing? He said, no, tell me, talk, talk to me. What are you doing? What are you doing with 3 million naira? He announced their counting. The bridal train, the groomsmen, the bridal shower, the traditional bridal shower the traditional cake, the whatever, traditional decorations. By the time he was done, the question I asked was, are those things important? Maybe he had never thought about them. I said, I asked him, are those things important? 
But he said, eh, it is somehow now, it is... I said, you have to choose. You want to please people against your marriage. I wanted to get this point. Young lady, listen to me. Don't put that man through financial stress because of a wedding party. Listen, sweetheart. You have the next 10 years, the next 15 years, the next 20 years to, to you, you have a lot of wedding anniversaries to do. You have a lot of wedding anniversaries before you. If you cannot afford 40 steps of cake on your wedding day, and that is your dream, your dream cake, don't worry. On your five-year anniversary by then you must have gathered enough money you want to spend money right then pay pay people wedding part is something you can do anytime call once you call friends tell them i'm having wedding anniversary and you decide to spend five million naira try to waste it on you can do that but listen both of you are still young you are entering into something very sensitive you are about to build an empire you are about to build a home, a nation. Don't spend your fortune feeding people that will never, ever be filled. You can't get them filled. Thank God for friends. Thank God for relationships. Thank God for guests who will come that day and enjoy with us. But I want you to remember that it is your wedding and you have to decide on what to make out of it. I hope I'm not spoiling someone's show. No, I'm not. I want to make things right for you. I want you to be happy. When I come back, I'm going to show you some other things you need to know.
you're welcome back. I hope you're still enjoying the program, Ladies Circle, and this is Abele C.C. Equagana. Simply call me FC. We're talking about how to prepare for a wedding. And you've been hearing me say, don't spend a fortune preparing for a moment what you need to spend for a lifetime. So we're talking about, I, I was telling a story of a young man that said that he needs three million to prepare for a wedding party and I got shocked. So like I said, you have to decide on what you want. Both of you have to sit down and decide. The most important thing is that you have found someone that loves you and you have found someone you love. It, will it be better for you to cohabit with the person without starting right? Just because you have not got that money for a wedding party. A wedding party that you're trying to, you know, organize to meet people's expectation. Will it be better for you to cohabit? Do you want to start your marriage like that? Would you want to start your marriage by, you know, maybe doing certain things you don't? Marriage should be honorable. The marriage bed should be undefiled. There's, both of you have found yourselves. Can you just go ahead and plan something within your reach? Plan something within your reach. The most important thing is that you have been found and you have found. Come on, that's, that, that's, a, great, that, that's a great feat. And then don't allow expectations from the society from your friends, from your guests, and maybe from, from your family to make you keep that relationship for a long time because you're trying to gather money to have a marriage, a wedding party. So I'm still talking about finance because Igbo people usually say that ego giolo, yeah, but then we have to determine the level of the olo egoji, okay? So please sit yourself down and ask yourself, what do I want? What can we afford? That somebody is, that is laughing at you, what? I mean, who is going to laugh at you? Nobody. Even if they laugh at you, they, they, will laugh, they won't laugh more than two weeks. You're married. You're happy. It's better you're married and live together with few witnesses witnessing your marriage and you have the you have your marriage certificate. Now you're living together. Maybe you started with a self-contained room, a self-contained um, um, flat or however you call it, a one-bedroom flat. That's how you started. It's better you start like that. You start officially when you're bold. You can come out boldly than trying to gather money and then you're living in with someone who you're not married with. There's no legal connection. There's no covenant binding both of you because both of you are waiting to organize a fabulous wedding. I want you to weigh these two options. So it is better to keep it low, but make it right, than trying to make it high and then uh, keep it wrong. Okay? So the best thing for you to do is look at what you have. Somebody asked me, can 50,000 Naira organize wedding? I said, find the things that are necessary. You go to a family, they, they tell you what 
you need for the bright price, what you need for all these things. Just settle the family traditionally. Then when you come to the church, look at what the church requires. Many times, many churches I know will require that you pass through the training. That is even the most important. Pass through marital training. You see, many people don't if they say, ah, I don't even have time for this marital training. No, I mean, come on. Why is that wedding party more important to you than your marriage? So when you come to the side of the church, all they require from you is the um the marriage preparation, the premarital classes, and then a token. What will both of you share as a token of your love? What ring can you afford at that time? Listen, sweetheart. Listen, listen, young lady. It doesn't matter. Now, oh, how I, how how I want to be wedded with with how many carats gold, with diamond gold, with diamond stone uh, um, ring. You know things like that. That's beautiful. But what if you can afford it at that time? Well, you can afford it. You can always change ring every year. You can always change ring every two years, every five years. And if both of you bind together, bind yourself together in your heart and build, a time will come when, I mean, your, your wedding ring will be such that everybody will envy. Tomorrow should be better than yesterday. Okay? So still talking on finances. So what does the church need? That token that will bind both of you together. And many churches use ring get the ring then get something you know honor the priests that will wed both of you honor so that that blessing that is placed on you will rest these are priorities honor the priests then your parents your parents are witnesses then you can also decide to get few other witnesses it doesn't mean you are poor it's it's not poverty it is what you can afford that it is what you can bring out at this time okay then when you are done with it, it is now your decision to organize the reception or not. So when people say, ah, that white wedding is expensive, I don't know, but I'm talking about church wedding. Church wedding shouldn't be expensive. You're looking at reception. Reception is not part of the church wedding. You are the one, we are the ones that is making it part of the church wedding, but it's not part of the church wedding. I want to change this mindset from you. So listen to me, sweetheart. The man has proposed to you. Both of you have agreed to marry. Sit down and make a decision. Okay? Once there's something you know you are about to build, you are building a marriage, you're building an empire, sit down and make a decision. Don't let wedding party deter you from having a beautiful and a pure marriage. Don't go packing into the man's house waiting for when he's going to make money so that you now have a great wedding party. No, no, I say no. It's better you prepare for something low, but have it pure, have it right, than preparing for something high, but get it wrong. Okay? So, don't let financial stress. We've actually discovered that many young marriages suffer financial stress after their wedding it's not supposed to be okay so set some money aside 
money you're going to use. Yeah, we know people are going to rain money on you on your wedding day, but then don't count on it. Send money aside. Just keep money aside so that after your wedding, you still have something to fall on no matter how small it is. I want to stop here. We're already running out of time. Did you learn anything? Did I spoil business for you? No, I didn't plan to spoil business for you. I just want to give you a different perspective. Life is beautiful. We are the ones that actually have twisted life. Do you know what the Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes? That God made man, men and women simple, but they have complicated their lives. We don't have to complicate our lives. We have to make it beautiful. Let's make this thing, let's come to realities of life. So that it will be that when life charges at us, we can look at life and say, I am wiser than this charge you're bringing before me. It's still me, Epsi. And you just listen to how to prepare for marriage. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you still love me. So just put them in practice and give me a shout on how these things went. I still love you and I say congratulations. Enjoy your Yuletide and remember to stay safe. Bye.